Hi there. I want to thank you for logging on to my podcast, A Spiritual Update. You will be receiving a lot of information about the news, current trends. Um, it will be updates relating to God's perspective, to what the Bible is saying uh, regarding what is happening right now around the world. Not only that, but there will be messages that will relate to Christian living situations that we are going through as everyday Christians battles that we are facing, opposition from the world. So I believe that these messages will shed light to many things that we are going through, many things around the world that are happening right now. I pray without further ado that you are blessed by receiving this message. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Come on, fire. Amen. Amen. Um, I want to thank you guys. Uh, thank you, everyone, for um, logging on. Um, thank you, those that have brought people. I, I see that there's a lot of new faces, so we, we welcome you, those that are here. Um, you know, we, we want to welcome you to, to this virtual house of peace. I believe that God, he's going to speak to your life. He's going to manifest his presence, his love. Um, every week, God is doing amazing things. He's doing beautiful things. And my prayer tonight is that whatever it is that you need from God, that he will, he will come and he will supply that. Can I hear an amen? Amen. 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 Come off. Amen. amen. So with that being said, um, I want to go really quick to the word of God. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. How many of you, by a raise of hands, you can say that God has promised you many things? If you can, um, the, the little emoji right there. Um, um, I am, thank you, thank you for those hands. We, we all, God has promised us many things. I don't know about you, but uh, he, he has promised us many things. He, uh, from the moment that you accepted Jesus, and even before that, when you were a sinner, God still used people to minister to you. He still used people to to love on you, to, to, to show Okay. So, um, like I was saying, there's many of us that God has promised us so many things. Um, and, and I know that everybody here, you have a promise from God. And today's message is on the promises of God. They are yes and amen. Okay, the word amen, it means let it be so. Okay, so whenever someone says amen, it says let it be so. Whenever you hear someone say amen, you're saying let it be that what you are saying. You are, you are making a declaration for what that person is saying into your life. So whenever you respond to a message by you saying amen, you're grabbing a hold of that message. You're saying that message is for me. I, I grab it. I take it for myself. And, and that's what the promises of God is. They are yes and amen. They are yes and let it be so. Let it be the promises of God in our lives. Let it be his love over our lives. Let it be his peace over our lives. So I want you guys to hear me really quick. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. It says, For I know the plans that I have for you, 
declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for calamity to give you a future and a hope. Okay? God knows the plans that he has for us. All of us here, you receive the message, uh, a powerful message. Maybe you receive the word from God as you were praying, as you were worshiping, as you were seeking God, maybe in a conference, maybe in a discipleship, maybe in a house of peace. You have received powerful words from God. Those promises that God has released over our lives, those are, those are God's promises. Those are not just um, prophetic words. Those are God's promises. Can I hear an amen? Amen. 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 God, has Amen. God has promised everybody that is here. He has promised Lewis. He has promised Josh. He has promised Christian. He has promised Catalina, Agustina. He's promised Albert. He's promised everybody that is here. He's promised us things. He has promised you that you were going to be blessed. He, will, he promised you that you were going to get married. He has promised you a house. He has promised you a job. He has promised you to be on fire for him. He has promised us many things. Um, when I go back to my walk with God, God has, you know, he has uh, promised me so many things through people, through words, maybe through my prayer life. And this message, it says, for I know the plans that I have for you. The plans of God are for good. The plans of God are for, are for peace. The plans of God, they are not for calamity. They are to give you a future. They are to give you a hope. It is important, listen to this, guys. It is important for every single one of us. Listen to this. This is very important. It is very important for us to grab and to embrace those promises. Why is it important for us to embrace those promises? Because if we do not know the promises of God, we will live life without expectation. Okay? The promises of God are there. They are in the word of God. Okay? The promises of God are in his word. But a lot of us, we are living life without grabbing a hold of those promises. His promises have destiny. His promises have power. His promises have vision. His promises are beyond what you could imagine for yourself. And it is so important for us to embrace those promises so that we could live life with purpose, so that we could live life with destiny. I remember when I first started in my walk with God, uh, God told me, he said, you're going to be a mentor one day. You're going to mentor many people. You're going to take a lot of people from depression. God is going to use you to deliver many people. God is going to use you to heal the sick. God is going to use you to manifest my power. And, and I'm seeing that come to pass. I've seen the promises of God come to pass in my family. God has, he promised me unity in my family. He promised me restoration. He promised me that I will find my wife in the will of God. He's, he's made so many promises to me because he has been so good. He is good to each and every one of you. And today, God, he wants you to embrace his promises. Amen? Amen. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. I want you to embrace those promises. I don't want to be too preachy today. 
I just, I just want to manifest the love of God tonight because I feel like God's love, what he wants to remind you of promises. Many of you, you forgot the promises. Today, God is going to remind you of things that he has promised you. I, I feel that tangible love of God to release over your lives tonight. So it's going to be a beautiful night. Um, many promises are found in the word of God. In the word of God, God promised us salvation. Okay, in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, he promises salvation. If we confess Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, he promises salvation. He promises healing. In Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5, he promises to be healed. By God's stripes, we are healed. By Jesus' stripes, we were healed. He promises deliverance. John chapter 8, verse 36, he says that if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. He promises prosperity. Third John, um, third of John chapter 1, verse 2, he promises prosperity. He promises protection. Psalm chapter 121, verse 7. These are just five promises. Five of the thousands of promises that are found in the Word of God. There's so many promises. Um, so, so God promises salvation. He promises healing. He promised that he will deliver us. He promised that he will prosper us. He promised that he will protect us. He is a just God. He is a faithful God. And I came here to tell you, maybe you might say, oh, but God has not fulfilled this promise in my life. God has not fulfilled his word in my life. I came here to tell you that you need to continue to believe in God. You need to continue to worship God. You need to continue to press on and fight for those promises to be fulfilled in your life. Can I hear an amen? Amen. 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 Fight for those promises. Listen, I've had to fight for those promises. When I was going to school, those of you that are going to college, those of you that are about to graduate and go to college, there was such a warfare that I went through to get my bachelor's degree. Um, the last two semesters um, were the hardest for me. I wanted to quit, I wanted to throw in the towel. I was getting so much responsibilities in the ministry. Um, you know, I was in church like almost every day because you know I, I had to be there. I was one of the main leaders, so I had to be at church in, in a lot of the meetings. And, and it took a lot of time that I could use to study. It took a lot of time away from school. But um, I was very faithful with the things of God. I did not stop. I, I continued to evangelize. I continued to do my house of peace, my discipleship. I, I did not stop. But God promised me. He said, you are going to graduate. He told me, you're going to graduate. You're going to graduate with your bachelor's degree. And I remember, I remember, and I grabbed a hold of that promise. There were times that I would go home crying. Because I would have professors that were tough, professors that were hard on me. And I was saying, God, I hold on to those promises. I know that I will see myself graduate. I know that I will see myself fulfill the word of God. Thank you for that, amen. Um, I remember that, that it was a difficult season. I remember that there were times that I wanted to throw in the towel. That was just one, one moment in my, in my walk with God. It was very tough. And I did not stop pressing into God. I did not stop worshiping God. I did not stop going after God because I knew that God had a promise for my life. I knew that God wanted to bless me. I knew that God wanted to prosper me. I know that God wanted to use that as a testimony. I kept pressing in because I wanted to be an example to my disciples. I, I wanted to tell my disciples, yes, 
you can serve God and yes, you can go to school. Yes, you can go to school and yes, you can serve God. And I remember that was one of the toughest seasons, but the grace of God was over me. He promised me that I held on to it. I fought for it. I persevered. And this is the thing is that many times, many times the enemy, he's going to, whenever there's a word that is released, whenever God releases a promise, the devil begins warfare in your mind. The devil begins warfare in your heart. He doesn't want that promise to be fulfilled. He's going to try to stress you out. He's going to try to stop you in your tracks. He's going to try to paralyze you. Why? Because he doesn't want that promise to be fulfilled. He doesn't want you to accomplish the plans of God that are over your life. So write this down. You and I, we must fight to see God's promises being fulfilled. Okay? We must fight to see God's promises being fulfilled. Thank you for those amens. Thank you. We must fight to see the promises of God being fulfilled over our lives. I don't know about you, but I, I need to get up and I need to fight for the plans of God. He has promised you a job. He has promised you a business. He has promised you your purpose. Listen, it's not going to be easy for you to obtain it. If it's from God, I remember someone, I remember I told a, a disciple told me, how do you know if something is the will of God? How do you know if something is a promise from God? And I told them, well, is it impossible for you to do it in, in, in naturally? He said, yeah, it's probably impossible for me to do it in the natural. And I told them, well, that means that it is from God. <laughs> because the things of God are tough. The things for God, you cannot accomplish the will of God naturally. The promises of God, they will bring blessing. They will bring protection. But you have to pray. You have to seek God. You have to listen. If you think that it's going to be easy for you to obtain those promises, Look at Jesus. Look at the cross. It cost him his life. For him to, you know, he, they had a promise. He, you know, he had an assignment when he was here on earth. And he fulfilled it. It was a tough assignment. The devil wanted him to stop. The devil didn't want him to, to continue. And, but he grabbed the hold. He knew what he had to do. I came here to tell you, many of you, you know what you have to do. You know that God is calling you for greater things. It's time for you to grab a hold of those promises. It's time for you to believe in those promises. What do we need to see the promises of God? Write this down. There are three things that we need to receive the promises of God. Three things. Faith, hope, and trust. Okay? Faith, hope, and trust. So whenever, whenever the presence of God comes, whenever the promises of God comes, we need faith, we need hope, and we need to trust in God. We need to trust in God. We need to believe God. We need to have faith in God. Because the devil's plan is to make you stop believing. If he cuts your faith, as a matter of fact, Jesus said, when he told his disciples, he said, I pray that your faith does not fail. <laughs> he said, I pray that your faith does not fail. He didn't say, I pray that you don't die. He said, I, he didn't say, I pray that you don't get deceived. He's, he said, I pray that your faith does not fail. You want to know why? Because when your faith fails, that's it. It's over. 
when your faith fails, that's it. That's, that's the enemy has won the battle in your life. He has won the battle in your life. Whenever someone loses faith, whenever someone loses hope, they stop believing in the promises of God. They stop and we need to obtain those promises by having faith, by having hope, by trusting in God. There's many of us right now, listen to this. There's many of us right now that you're listening, that you are, you do not trust in God. <laughs> what is the sign that you don't trust in God? You are still trying to take control of certain things in your life. <laughs> there are still areas that you are, you still have not surrendered control to God. What would have happened if I would have taken control of my situation? If I would have said, you know what, let me just throw in the towel. Let me continue to do this. What would have happened if I would have done that? I would have missed the mark. I would have taken control of my life. And God would not have manifested his promise over my life. God has a promise for your life. God had a promise for Moses. God had a promise for Israel. God had a promise for all of humanity. He had a promise for everybody. He has a promise for you and I. But it requires us to have faith in God. It requires for us to have hope in God. It's not just saying, oh, I'm called to be a prophet. It's not just, oh, I'm called to be a teacher, or I'm called to have a business, or I'm called to do this. Listen, the, plan, the promises of God require you to trust in God. It requires you to be obedient to God. It requires for you to go after God. I don't know about you, but I remember those days that I went home crying after school, wanting to throw in the towel. I remember I had, I had this professor that, that he, would, he would ridicule me because I was Christian, because I believed in the things of God. And, and I wanted to throw in the towel. I wanted to quit. I was like, what's wrong with this professor? And, and I wanted to just throw in the towel. And, and the, the grace of God was over my life because I remember that I finished that class with an A. The professor just, he sent me home one month early um, before, my, before the semester ended. And he said, I'm just gonna give you an A for the class. Uh, supernaturally, I, I, you know, it was, it was supernatural. And, and then God reminded me, he said, I'm calling you. I have a purpose for your life. Trust in me. Trust in the promises that I have for you. There's many of you that God has promised you a job. He has promised you a business. He has promised you to be a, a powerful soul winner, a powerful winner of souls. Maybe he has promised you to get married. He has promised you to do mighty things in your walk with God. You must trust in God. Can I hear an amen? You must trust in God. Amen. 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 Trust in him. Cannot stop trusting in God. What happened to Abraham when he trust he stopped trusting in God? He birthed an Ishmael. When he stopped trusting in God, God told him, I'm gonna give you a son. I'm gonna give you a son. Trust in me. Trust in me. I have a promise through your, you know, his 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 wife couldn't bear children. And God promised him his wife was old too. She was like 80 years old. Read your Bible. <laughs> She was like 80 years old. He said, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a son. 
and he did not trust God. He went and he said, I'm going to get son. You know, he got a son from somewhere else. He got another woman pregnant. He went away from the will of God. He went away from the purposes of God. Many of us were trying to take control of our life because we don't believe the promises that God has for us. Whatever God has promised you, it is yes and amen. What has he promised you? It is yes and amen. What are the enemies of God's promises? I already told you, reason is one of them. Okay, there's many times, um, like I said, the, the promises of God is going to cause you to reason yourself sometimes. Number two, unbelief. Some of us, we don't believe in God's promises. Number three, doubt. Number four, discouragement. How many of you, by an honest, of, uh, an honest lifting up of hands, maybe you've been discouraged at one point in your walk with God? If you can lift up your hands, thank you, thank you for those hands. Maybe you've been discouraged. Maybe you might say, oh my God, but it's taking me so long for this to come to pass. Um, thank you for those honest hands. I see those hands. Um, and we're all in that boat, okay? We're all in that boat. Um, you know, I myself included, there's a lot of things, you know, God has been good to me, but there's still some promises that God has not fulfilled in my life. Does that mean that we're going to be discouraged? Does that mean that we're just going to say, oh my God, I quit. Oh my God, that's it. You know, and it can be like that. We must trust in God. We must believe in God. Do not be like Abraham. Do not be like those that didn't trust in God. You must trust in God. I don't know about you. But I want to trust in God. If God says something, I must believe it. If I believe it, I'm going to obey it. If God gave me a promise, I'm going to obey it. I'm going to obey it because when I'm obeying it, I am trusting in God. I am trusting in his promises. I am trusting in his love. The Bible says that his promises are yes and amen. It is not no and maybe I will do this for you. No and maybe I will bless you. No and maybe I will prosper you. No, he says it is yes and amen. Caso cerrado. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> yes and amen. You know, what it is it that you need? What is it that you need? Yes and amen. Can I hear an amen? Hello? Hello? Amen. 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 Come on. Amen. Before before we close, amen. I wanna I wanna just take the time to um take you know, there's a couple of guys that I asked them to share um, testimonies of, of God's faithfulness, of God's goodness in our lives. If I can have one of the guys share, um, Gabriel or, or um, Oz or, or um, Jordan, if you guys are on, maybe you want to share a, a testimony. Oz? Amen. Yes. Yeah, I remember there were there were so many times in my walk with God that you know I've I've you know I've, I've you know prayed to Him, I I sought Him, and then there would be times that I've then I've been asking like for for example, one of the things that I ask for for God is reconnection with my like reunion within my family, reunion or like uh, within my family that you know, and and then all of a sudden one day I this is just one of the small testimonies. One day, like out of nowhere, um, I was able to get in contact with my natural father, which I haven't seen like in, I haven't seen my natural father since I was like 14, 13 years old. And you wow. know, I'm 20, I'm 28 years old now. So then, 
you know, God, like God connected me at, uh, at some point, like uh, within my walk. And like ever since then, like now, now today, I have a conversation with my natural father every single day. And, and, and not like before when I had zero communication. Now I talk to him, I see him, I get to visit him. Uh, and God brought that reunion for me. God brought, uh, and God promised uh -huh. that reunion for me. He knew, knew how much it, that hurt because living with a work father, father and just living with just my mom growing up, it really hurt me. It was a, like a frustration, a hate that I had inside of me. And even though I always continued, and, and it's funny because God said, like, I am your father and trust in me. And that's when, you know, I always saw him as my father, but then, you know, God is just so, so awesome and so, so great yeah. that, that he just happened to put that reconnected with my natural father anyways. And I just didn't expect that. I, when I said reunion, I wasn't specific, but when God brought that reunion, it, it just blew away every expectation that I have. And that was just one of the things that happened to me. And another thing real quick that, that happened to me is the, is the fact that I, I still remember this financial miracle that happened to me one time that we, my mom and I were about to be homeless in the street because the landlord was kicking us out. We had nowhere to go. Um, I remember I wasn't too, doing too good at my job. And then all of a sudden, God managed to, to, to put, put someone in the path in order, in order for us uh, to be blessed financially so we could actually afford a home, so we could actually move into our actual home and, and, and live there versus just living in the streets. And, and I, I couldn't believe it. I was crying so much ever, like at that point. I was like, God, like, thank you so much. I was crying so much. I just couldn't believe the miracle they did. Like, wow. I've heard financial miracles, but I couldn't believe that he actually, I just couldn't believe it. And, and it happened. And then I, ever since then, I know, I, I even so, I, even when I was given before God told me to believe in him to, to, to seek him and he, he will give, uh, he will promise me this. And, and he, he, he brought it. And, and, you know, it's the funniest thing is to always just keep my, I, I always learned from that day is that always have faith in God, no matter, no matter what circumstance you're in, no matter even how dark, no matter what the, a dark hole you're in, no matter what dark place you're in with your family or whoever, he will always bring that shining light to guide you out of it. He will always open open the door for you at that moment that he needs you to. And it's just, it's just powerful. It's, it's just powerful. And you know, what's funny, I, I, this is the last testimony I have because this is something recent that happened to me and I want to bring it to you as well, mentor. The job that I have currently uh, that I got, I think, thankfully that God used someone to connect me with this job prior to that, there was another job that was paying higher. That was, that was, that was something that was in the works for me that was going to apply and then the craziest thing is God put me in this job and I, I didn't understand why because it wasn't the job in my, in my, you know, career field. He, like, I, I was trying to trust in him, like, like, oh, why, why are you putting me here? And then, and then when, throughout this year, throughout this whole thing with COVID-19, you know, there's a lot of businesses closing, a lot of places closing. And I'm here, I am still working, you know, 40 hours a week, praise God. Right. And I'm able to get financially. The funniest thing is that job that, that was going to pay me higher, that they said that they were going to hire me. They just were trying to look for a better time for me. I found out that that job uh, eventually closed down. And that job was paying go, wow, it closed down. Right. So that the job, God not only brought me into the right place, but he saved me. From, from from falling into a, an enemy's trap wow. and that, I, that right there really blew my mind and that happened I found this out like two or three weeks ago with someone that I knew I worked there and it was just powerful and just to say that that's just when that happens when you just believe in God and it was and it was so powerful so powerful praise God praise God amen wow thank you for amen. wow amen
That was awesome. God, he, amen, Julia. He is our provider. Um, I want to um, ask um, Jordan or, or um, Jordan, you want to share? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, definitely. Um, yeah, I just got home uh, just now. So basically, um, see your just faces, to add on. Huh? Can we see your faces? I want to see your uh, faces. You guys are talking. I, well, I can't right now because I'm right now like. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, That's fine. Go, go. But, um, Thank you, Austin. But really quick, really quick um, with, um, it's funny because Osorio mentioned something about the job part. Uh, when I started off um, in my job, uh, last, I think, no, it was this year, beginning of this year, I was only making about seven, six hundred fifty, seven hundred dollars uh, per pay. And um, this was before the coronavirus hit. This is before the pandemic hit. And then when that occurred, um, I was out of the job for like a week or well, actually for almost three weeks. And um, when I came back, um, out of a sudden, I remember I, I, I fell from God to sow an offering. And um, because I remember you told you, mentor, you told me uh, several times, you know, you challenged me to actually start giving your tithes and offerings uh, more often. And then when I did that, the following week, my boss called me over and he told me, Jordan, um, I, I felt from, you know, I felt to tell you that I want to raise you up uh, with, well, I want to give you a raise, basically a raise in your job. And I want to extend your hours Wow. Um, during the pandemic because, you know, the pandemic, you know, all businesses are closed, all jobs are closed. And this is not even a big business either. Like if you think about it, it's, it's basically a contracting company. So, so I went from, I went, I went from working eight hours uh, a day to almost 10 hours a day. And wow. my, my, my pay before, like I said, it was 600 to 700. And now I'm making over $1,300 per pay, uh, $1,400. Come on. And um, it's all because of the tithes and offerings, you know, like our spiritual father has taught us and what you've been teaching us um, about giving our tithes and offerings and putting our trust, like you mentioned, you know, putting our trust in God uh, for his promises to be fulfilled. And, um, and then just to add on to that, um, that this is the same time that um, I was able to move into my new place where I'm only going to be paying $300 a month. And it was actually from my mom's friend that really opened the awesome. doors for me to, to live in on my own. And right wow. now we just fin we're finishing up with the renovations. Um, it really didn't cost much for me. Like if you think about it, because the rent in Miami is very expensive. Oh and yeah. The fact that I was able to get like a $300 a month payment. It was like a miracle. Like, like I, I couldn't even believe it. That's um, and and the thing is, is that that's going to be the very place because I was praying that God, that God was going to give me a place where, where it's not just going to be a place for me to pray and, and just rent out, but it was going to be a place where I could have my discipleships, have my things um, for the will of God. And the fact that it was actually that place, um, it was a miracle in itself. And I, I just give God the glory for it. Amen. Amen. Wow. That's awesome. Amen. Thank you for sharing. Amen. That. Amen. Um, I'm, a, I'm a true witness of that. You know, he's been, Jordan um, has, has been someone that he's been very committed 
uh, throughout the years. Um, you know, one of my most committed disciples, and and I'm seeing how how the promises of God in this season they're being fulfilled. So I'm I'm very proud of you, Jordan. Very proud of you, um, Gabriel. You want to share? Yeah, sure. Hello, Gabriel. Hello. So with the promises of God, um, God has done a lot, um, even especially in this um, Corona pandemic. Um, since the beginning of it, um, I've always worked, you know, thank God I've, I've had worked this entire time. Um, but somehow I can't comprehend or understand certain things because I'm a type of guy that I, I count my money, I look at my wages, I look at my expenses, and I'm working my 40 hours, but I'm used to working like 50 plus hours. But somehow in the coronavirus, um, I've seen the hand of God over my life where I was about $8,000 in debt and that I couldn't pay off when I was still making 50, 60 hours with overtime and time and a half pay. And just for 40 hours in these three, four months, um, I was able to pay off all of my debt Wow. Um, not only that, um, and, and it's something I couldn't understand because I'm making technically less and I'm accomplishing so much more. Um, I bought my first piece of land. Um, not only that, and during one of the impartations with Apostle Frank that we had, um, I was going through back pain for like two, three weeks. And um, he released the word that there was somebody with back pain and he... He released the word, I received it, and I was healed from pain the next day. Wow. And I haven't had it since. Wow. And, and God has just been so faithful um, with my family as well. We've, you know, our hours have increased. Everything's just truly just blessings. Wow. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing, Gabriel. That was powerful. Um, Amen, brother. And I'm sure that this is just like, these are just three testimonies of all, oh, like, I'm sure that all of us, we have stories for the sake of time. I just, I, you know, I just had my hop leader share because um, there's just so many testimonies. Um, you know, like I remember when I, as, as they were testifying, as Oz was testifying, I remember that, um, and, and Joel, um, Joel knows this. Um, <clears throat> when I started in God, I, I was believing in God for a car. You know, and and um, I didn't have a family that that had. Um, I didn't have a dad that was a millionaire. You know, I didn't have. Um, I grew up in a very humble um, neighborhood, and and it was very tough. You know, for finances, I was the main provider in my family. Um, I was the main provider in my house with my mom, um, so I was the big support in my family. So so it was very tough and and i was believing in god for a car i was like god I, I need a car i want to serve you better i want to bring souls to the house of god some of you remember that i've been with me for a while um and and i remember that that um, i was just doing the will of god you know and and the place where god took us um we evangelized to a person that person connected us to someone that person you know it was like a bunch of connections and um, where I was connected to, to do my house of peace after high school. Um, it was a place in North Miami Beach. Uh, North Miami, I'm sorry. Um, 
and and um you know the the man uh, just felt from god to to um to bless me with with a car you know he just came and he told me look you know i feel from god to to bless you with a car you know and and to me it was i called my mentor i was like so excited <laughs> i was like god you know like you are so good you know you are so faithful and um I, I feel the presence of God as I'm sharing that because I wanted to serve God to, to my fullest level. I wanted to do the will of God, you know, and that was something that I had to my heart. I was like, God, you know, I would see my friends getting blessed with cars, um, people getting blessed with things. And, and I said, God, I, I want to serve you better. I want to be blessed. Um, I want to be blessed, not for me, but to serve you better. And, and I remember how God was so faithful. Um, that, that he provided for me to have that first car. And then later on, everything else just got provided for me to get into banking. Um, banking is another story. Um, you know, I didn't have the qualifications to get into banking. I didn't have the experience. Um, I was just getting out of high school. And, and, and it was just God, you know, God from every moment on, um, just, just blessing me, just providing for me. Is, you know, he has been there throughout everything. You know, you see how blessed we are right now, me, my wife, you know, like disciples and everything. But you don't, you don't know the, the story that we went through. <laughs> you don't know the, the pulling. You don't know the houses of peace. Um, that house of peace in North Miami was powerful. Um, and then every season from then on that God took us to, it's, it's been such a blessing. God has been there. His love has been there. And I hold on to every promise that God has for my life. So, so I remember, um, you know, throughout every season, God has been faithful. Um, amen. He is faithful. So, amen. Amen. So, amen. Amen. So with that being said, there are three ways to obtain God's promises. And with that, we'll close. Um, it's so important for us to... Through three things, we must have an attitude of faith, hope, and trust. Number two, we cannot grow weary. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. And number three, we must fight for our promises. Okay? And we're going to do that right now. We're going we're gonna to fight for our promises. As, as we're doing this right now, as we're doing this right now, I want you to remember that um, do not be like like Moses, do not be like Abraham, that they did not put their trust in God. God spoke to Moses. He, he made many promises to Moses, but the last promise that he made, Moses was just fed up. Um, he told Moses uh, right before they were about to enter the promised land, he spoke to Moses. He said, speak to the rock. Um, and instead of speaking to the rock, he hit the rock so that so that water could come out of the rock to to um, for the people to drink. He said God was going to do another miracle and 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 um, provide for the people to drink to have water. Um, but Moses, he was so he didn't trust in God at that moment. He was filled with anger. He was he was angry at the people. He was so fed up with everything that he had to go through that he got bitter towards the people. And he just, out of rage, he just attacked the, the rock. And because of that, he didn't get to enter the promised land because he didn't trust in God. God, so what am I trying to say right now? God has a promise for each and every one of you. 
I hope that you were filled with the testimonies that you that you heard. Um, and and he has a promise for each and every one of you. He has a promised land for each and every one of you. Do not allow an act of anger. Do not allow an act of rage block you for grabbing hold of those promises. Can I hear an amen? Amen. 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 that to happen. As we pray right now, we're going to pray right now. I want you to grab a hold of every promise that God has given you. I want you there where you are to close your eyes. We are reaching the end of this podcast, and I just want to take the time to thank you for listening throughout this message. I believe that it ministered to you, that it impacted you, that it gave you a new revelation and a fresh insight of the presence of the love of God. Thank you so much. I want to take this time to speak to those that are here for the first time. Maybe it's your second time. Maybe you don't know you came here lost and and you need God. You need the presence of God. The Bible says that Jesus, he is welcoming us with open arms. The Bible says that, that all of us have sinned, that all of us have fallen short of the glory of God. I want to invite you today to make this prayer with me to receive Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and your Savior. There where you are, I want you to say with me, Dear Heavenly Father, I receive your presence. I receive your love. I repent of all of my sins and I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you once again. If you are, if you, if you received, if something happened, if you have a testimony, feel free to message to us. Refer this to someone, someone that needs it, someone that needs a miracle from God. Uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell those that are around you so that they can listen and so that they can be filled as well with the presence of God. Look forward to seeing you the next time. God bless you.